Yo, what's up guys? Thank you for coming back to the channel. All right, I gotta give some enthusiasm because I forget his name, Rich something. He's been hitting me in the comments being like, Anthony, if you don't get the energy up, we don't wanna see you on the intro. Fine, here's the energy. Is this enough for you, bro? All right, I love you, don't worry, keep it coming. Guys, massive episode. Ernesto, who do we have, bro? Yo, DC Drano, mm. all right? We took it back to our roots with this one. Yep. For our, for our main fans, you know, our, our day ones, they're gonna love this one. DC Drano, all right, this guy was a celebrity lawyer. He left Hollywood, left all the money to be a meme page. <laughs> to be a conservative meme page. This guy's my hero, but you're gonna love his story. He has a ton of value, ton of life lessons. So, so tune in, let us know what you think, drop a comment, and don't forget this episode sponsored by Bodog. Thank you, Bodog, we love you. Let's get to the episode. When I bust the rhymes Man's on a different thing Man, I told him a hundred times I did a bunch of crimes And none of them were done for the vine So you can take that bullshit And stick that where the sun don't shine The summer's up, it's about to get real cold Late nights in the studio with the bros Welcome back to the MBH Podcast Money Buys Happiness Guys, before we get into it This episode is powered by Bulldog, right? The family at Bulldog hooking us up every week We are live on Twitch every Sunday And we keep it rolling, come join us so what's going on, bro? What's going uh, on today? We got a, we got a good one. This is for this is like a little bit for our fans back at, at in home at home in Canada, just because they know the fight we've been fighting. Yep, the freedom fight. All right, we got DC Drano here, one of my favorite, I would say, conservative meme pages. I will say it like that. Like, does that sound pretty good? Yeah, that's a good start. We got Rogan <laughs> here with us, aka DC Drano. What's up, man? How are you? How you doing? Hey, it's good to be here, boys. Thank you for making the trip up to Tampa. Yes, our first time. Yep. It's it's Tampa is a is a sleeper. I say, you know, Tom Brady kind of really put it on the map culturally. It was kind of I, I said it was America's best kept secret. Okay. But secrets out now. We've had a <laughs> lot of people move here. Real estate prices went up a ton, but. It's got everything you need in a big city, but without all the chaos. How long have you been here for? Five years. Five years, okay. Beauty. And you're coming from? I, I moved here from Los Angeles. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Dramatic change. California refugee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's okay, we're that. Canadian refugees, so it's, yeah, we, we understand. We, we understand both fled for a, a better life and for freedom. That's uh, like us. That's why we're here. <laughs> yeah. We no, it, here. It's, it is the, it's, it's called the free state of Florida yeah. and we don't have state income tax, which blows people's mind. It's yeah. like, I've, we have some of the best roads I've ever driven on. We have great schools. Yep. Yeah. Crime is low and no state income tax. It's possible. Run okay? well. It's possible. Run well. Meanwhile, how much tax are we paying back home? Oh, you're your, looking at like basically half gone? your check is gone in Canada. Amazing. Love in it. Toronto. In well, California too, they're they're raising the uh, state income tax from thirteen to fourteen percent for the highest income bracket. Nice. So on top of federal, which is thirty eight, yeah, thirty nine percent, another fourteen. It's like yeah. so. Why are you working for working. free? Why, why are you working at that point? Um, I, I, we're definitely going to talk about a lot of trending topics. Yeah, spicy topics. We like that. Um, but I I want to get into your past a little bit because I think you have a super interesting past. Um, and it's led you to be the person you are today. Um. So you were a celebrity lawyer in Hollywood, correct? I was an entertainment lawyer cool. in Hollywood. Um, what does that entail? So there's all different types of entertainment lawyers. And there's people that call themselves entertainment lawyers that actually aren't. <laughs> but, uh, you know, everyone's got their hustle out in Hollywood um, when it comes to that. But I, I specialized in film finance. Okay. So people that invested in movies, anywhere from a million dollar small indie up to $200 million 
big studio, you know, Ryan Gosling type movies. I worked on all that. Cool. Okay. Um, so yeah, I did that for, for a while. Uh, I was out there six years, started in corporate finance, switched into film finance. And then in 2016, when president Trump won the election, I was like, hell yeah, Trump won. (laughs) And people started, on following me, blocking me. And I, I, I didn't say anything at work. This was just on social media. We're in Ebor, so it gets a little crazy. <laughs> Not the bikers. Um, we're, actually, we're actually in a very fun part of town. Oh. You know, it can get a little rough at night, but it, it's, it's a great spot. It's called Cigar City. Oh, that's okay. dope. Um, but yeah, so uh, President Trump got elected, and I felt like I was not able to say what I wanted to say and, and support the guy. I knew what kind of moment it was in U.S. history. And um, so, yeah, my outlet, I created DC Drano on Instagram as like an anonymous account when I first started. So at first, no one knew it was you? No one. I didn't show my face. Uh, I was just posting memes because what I believe, and I th- I know this to be true. I think memes are the most effective form of communication so that true. exists. Yep. And it's wild because you look at back at like cavemen, right? They were drawing the walls, you know, the, the OG form of communication. And it's what we're back to today. It's yeah. true. Just a digital you version. You can shift culture through, through meme pages, literally. I noticed in LA before I started, years before, the memes I would see on Instagram were what people were like making jokes about. In yeah. real life. Yeah. And it was that phase when pizza is bae and like wine is <laughs> all I care about, you know. And I would just like see all these girls like, oh my God, I love pizza. Like Taco Tuesday, pizza is bae. And I was like, memes are literally changing culture. Like yeah. more than Hollywood, more than the movies, yeah. more than the TV shows. It's the memes. And, you know, what I say to people is you could show me something I tweeted two weeks ago and I would probably not even remember it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You show me a meme from 10 years ago, I'll tell <laughs> you if I've seen facts. it. That's true. a fact. That's it a sticks fact. in your brain. Yeah. So you make, the, you make the account while you're still living in, California, in LA? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, uh, I was working as a lawyer 60, 70 hours a week wearing you know fancy clothes. Yeah. And then on the weekends, I would literally wear a shirt that said Hollywood sucks <laughs> and a MAGA hat and go like interview people on Hollywood Boulevard oh, and okay. film content. Uh, with my buddy named Fleckus. And yeah, I was posting memes and, you know, just kind of causing a ruckus on the weekend. And so I was, I was living a double life. Were you, the, was were you ever worried that like people would find out? Extremely. Yeah. yeah. Extremely. How were you tiptoeing around that? So, you know, I didn't have my name and face on okay. it, right? Just yeah. DC Drain, which stands for draining the DC swamp, right? Okay. And, um, what happened was one of the videos that I was in started to go really viral. got like almost a million views. And my buddy that I was with, Fleckus, he was on Tucker Carlson. Right on. The biggest conservative news show. Yeah. And they showed a clip of it. And I'm on the clip wearing a Hollywood Suck shirt. <laughs> and I go into work that weekend or, or that next Monday. And I was like, holy shit, I hope. No. But, but no one watched Fox News where okay. I worked. Yeah, okay. So Thank it was God. kind of in the yeah. clear. But yeah, I was yeah. like, I can't live like this like yeah. i can't be doing both i gotta make a decision um and i had like fifty thousand followers at the time okay which is still a good amount good amount but yeah. you're not making any money on yeah, instagram yeah, yeah, that's not it, you know and i was making good money as a lawyer and have been doing it and uh i just made the decision i was like i'm gonna go move to florida and try this full time yeah and 
see what I can do. When you first had that moment when you're like, okay, I just supported Trump in a way and, and people are bashing me for it. That, that first moment when you're like, wow, there could be division here. I think a lot of people in the past two years, I'm going to speak on Canada's behalf, felt that moment for the first time too. Like, wow, yeah. if I say this, people won't like me for it. Right, online, politically, right? So how was that moment for you realizing that, wow, like me just supporting one of the presidents or the president at the time um, can cause this type of segregation? That was probably the hardest part for yeah. me was the beginning because, you know, I didn't want to ruffle too many feathers. I didn't want to have people posting about me that I've known for years being like, he turned into a white supremacist. It's all BS. But like, no one wants to go through that, right? Of course. Yeah. And you feel like you don't have any backup. And when I had 5,000 followers, word got out that I was doing that account with like some old friends and so many people hated me. Wow. And they were like posting about me. And I just remember pulling into my garage one day and the girl I was living with at the time, I, we were boyfriend, girl, she hated, she blocked me on Instagram. Wow. <laughs> like she was like a Hollywood actress and we were fine for a long time, but yeah. she hated when I did that. And I just remember sitting in the driveway one day and I was just like, before I even went into the house, I was just like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. Like, this sucks. Like, everyone, like, have I made a huge mistake? And I was, and I came upstairs and she was like, why are we, why didn't you come upstairs? Or like, I heard you, the garage. I was like, I don't know. I was just like thinking about stuff. She's like, all right, whatever. But I was like, this is like going to change my life, but I have to do it. Like, I just felt like, I, I was like, I didn't change. Yeah. They did. Facts, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I was just like, I just got to do it. So you pick up, you move down here. Tampa right away, did you come straight here? I visited for a wedding. Okay. One of my buddies. And I was walking around for like two days, and I was like, dude, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all the best parts of Southern California without the traffic. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> true. And the Hollywood. Um, Even the energy I feel, too. And I, I want to... I want to mention that because I think you, you mentioned it in a past podcast where you said California has just a dark energy to it yeah. a little bit, right? Satanic. And yeah. Southern Los Angeles. Well, we went to LA maybe, um, we've been a few times in the last couple months and we were just like, yeah, the energy is kind of off here. Like we felt it, right? You and get and off even, the plane, yeah. And you even look mm -hmm. around and you, you can like kind of see crime, which is crazy to say. Like we're seeing helicopters chasing cars and shit. And we're just like, like, what's happening here? It feels like a dystopia a little dystopian. bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it is. Especially Hollywood itself. Yeah. yeah like that's where we if, stayed. <laughs> if you have ever yeah. been to Hollywood, it looks post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, you got like all the homeless encampments. You got graffiti. Every other billboard is like, get tested for AIDS. Yeah. Like, yeah. have you ever done, been outside? Come get an AIDS test. Yeah. Um, drugs you know drug users and like the homeless people you know i don't knock anyone that's going through a hard time but a lot of these people have mental illness and people yeah. get stabbed killed these people they have these like breakdowns and they'll just randomly stab someone on hollywood boulevard to death you know yeah it it's just not safe and like all the hollywood people they don't even live there they live in gated mansions in the suburbs yes. yeah, you know, yeah yeah they'll go They're there separated for, completely they're like on their, in their own world there. We actually had a, we had an experience. I mean, we, we spent a lot of this year in Florida. I'd say about 80% of 2022 in Florida. And the few times that we've gone there to film some pods and stuff like that, the first time we ever went this year, we got our rental car, we get on the highway, and there was kind of like, we were merging in a lane, a guy was merging, and so we both like kind of pulled out. And, you know, as you do when that happens, you kind of just look over to see like, oh, who was it? What, what happened? And the guy started flashing a gun. Yeah, we had been in LA. Yeah, we had been in LA ten minutes, and and I'm like, dude, 
get me right back to Florida as fast as possible. Yeah, like, let's do these pauses like, and let's just go back. Like, we're <laughs> we're in our Airbnb at night and you just hear, like, gunshots and then you're walking out and there's just looks like zombies are walking around. it's real. People need yeah. to realize that, that it's not no, just, but like... this is what I wanted to say, too. I think that no, unless, they're, unless they've been there in the last, I don't know, maybe five, ten years, you could probably speak better on that. But when we tell them we're going to L.A., or they're like, oh, you're going to L.A.? Like, that's so cool. And it's like, I'm like, no. Like, I don't know what Where? year you're in, but... Ain't what it used to be. Yeah. yeah and you, did you yeah. see that kind of transition... With, yeah. with Hollywood? Oh, no. I, I, I noticed California was kind of heading downhill fast because it became the epicenter of the anti-Trump movement. Okay. And so I saw it up close and personal. Mm. And if anyone said anything mildly pro-Trump in Hollywood, you would get blackballed. Like, yeah. they kick people out of movies. There's plenty of actors. Gina Carano, she was in uh, The Mandalorian. Yeah. And she was like, hey, you know, maybe we shouldn't. Uh, you know, demonize an entire class of people, the, you know, people that didn't get, yeah. you know, yeah. what, yeah. Uh, and they're like, ah, oh, nah, like, you're out, you know? <laughs> she, and she was a superstar, yeah, right? Yeah, she's huge, so yeah. if you slip up, you're gone. Um, but also just the crime, you know, they raised the penalty, $250 was arrestable, now it's $900. So people just steal under $900 and no one stops them. And nothing happens. They just fill their bags and walk out. And even the, even with the homelessness, like I think that, are they are they getting some sort of um, relief from the government, some money, or how does that work there with the very, homelessness? There's uh, very, you know, beneficial programs out there. LA actually has now like brand new studio apartments that you can live in. I think it's like three months or six months. Okay. But you can actually like just get out and go to another one. I mean, they're like as nice as this. Wow. Yeah. Um, and you would think that's a solution, right? Oh, get these people at home, give them a chance. It just attracts more. Yeah. And it doesn't incentivize them to go get a job or like get clean or anything because they're like, whatever, I'll just... Yeah, I'll just do this, this for, for a couple of months and keep moving around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the energy there is kind of off. I, I felt it's, it. It's really off. When you're so open-minded that your brain falls out... <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's good, what's happened. Yeah, that's um, a good way to put it. And then you had the we saw like all the billboards with the the, the shot, take the shot. Saw billboards with people with the masks. Like it was everywhere, and it's it's very similar to Toronto in that sense. Um, I think not as far gone as maybe California or Southern California, but it was it was like it felt like this Toronto is this was. is L A specifically. Yeah, you know L A and San Francisco are the worst. Okay. San Diego is still pretty nice. Okay, you know you still got some good areas. Um, in, in inland California is actually pretty Republican. There's a lot of Republicans oh, okay. out there. Yeah. Um, but it, it's really just like Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. But it gets overpowered by, yeah. by LA. I want to go back to that point when you first started um, kind of speaking on your platform or, or putting yourself out there with your opinion. I think a lot of people we noticed as well back home, um, they were at that point where they're like, okay, I know what's really going on, but I'm not going to say anything. Or, you know what? Part of my family feels that way. So I'm going to kind of going to shut up about it. Um, what kind of advice would you give to that person? Because I know I was in that scenario myself and I, I just couldn't shut up. I was like, no, I can't <laughs> pretend like that this is okay. Well, what I will say, like I said, the hardest part is stepping f your first foot into the, into the water. Once you're in, it's the best thing ever. Yeah. Once you actually like get the courage to speak out and speak the truth, you're going to shed people that weren't necessarily your true friends. It's true. That's okay. Yeah. You're going to find way better friends. Yeah. You're going to find relationships. You're going to find business opportunities. You're going to really be truly happy yeah. in the life that you build. It's not always going to be easy, yeah. but like I have found the best people, the best friends. I met my wife through wow. doing this stuff, 
because there's a lot of people out there. They understand what's going on. And as much as they try to make it seem like you're the minority, you're not. You're yeah. the majority. Yeah. You're the majority. They're just very powerful. They have censorship. They have election. Uh, you know what? We're not going <laughs> to get too into election, detail because you know <laughs> we don't want the video to get pulled down. They're very, very powerful, but there is a global movement of enlightened humans that are stepping up and saying there's a lot more of us than there are of them. Yeah. We are correct. We don't want our children to be uh, abused with the, uh, you know, the surgeries just because they... The ideology. All we call it the grooming. The grooming, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, again, we're trying to skirt the censorship stuff yeah, here. Yeah. Um, so enough is enough. So enough people are getting up. So join the movement, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I want to ask you, and this may be a pretty like loaded question, but how did we get here? How do you think we got to a point where we have so many issues or do you think that we've kind of had them for a while and maybe let's say social media and stuff is kind of bringing them to light? Like, what, what's, what's your take on that? I think that there is a global criminal cartel, uh, mostly composed of extremely wealthy billionaires and certain government leaders that are partnering up under the guise of a global government like like UN or oh yeah. world peace let's all come together no no yeah. it's all about power and they have been slowly doing this for decades and we have just kind of finally become awake to their bigger plan that they now openly talk about yeah, agenda sure. 2030 yeah, and yeah. you're going to own nothing and be happy. That was literally on the world economic forum website. Yeah. And yet they want us to be modern day peasants mm. and serfs and to just rent everything and eat whatever, eat the bugs, literally. That's crazy. That, eat that, the that shit is crazy. Uh, not have free speech. Uh, you know, the elections aren't going to really be real and it's just a way for billionaires to get far, far more wealthy who are, who are in on this. And honestly, I think a lot of them are satanic. Listen, you know it's what? I, I agree with pretty much everything you said. And I always try and have this conversation with people or earlier on I was, and the big, the big counter to that was like, well, do you really think that like these governments are all working in cohesion? Like they're all working together. And I'm like, why does that sound so unbelievable? I, I, I could never understand that. Or argument. like you think they care about you and it's like, it's not just me, it's yeah. everyone. But, but, but yeah. you know, the fact that like the president from here and the president from there, this person, that person, and all these powerful people would come together on a global scale yeah. and, you know, kind of put this whole plan into action. And I'm like, well, why isn't that? Like, what makes that impossible? It's, it's actually really easy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what know, I, that's what I say. Business. That's it's what I like say. Business. You can make a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, we're on board with this, right? Yeah. Canada, Australia. Let me, this is something that a lot of Americans did not fully know, and this really is all about Canada. You guys are run by the monarch yeah. of Britain, yeah. like directly. Yeah. It, it's the illusion of democracy. Oh, you have a prime minister. You Google Canada right now. Yeah. It's a constitutional monarchy. Yeah. The land is actually owned by, uh, by Britain. By Britain, yeah. by the king. Yeah. The yeah. king, he's your king. Yeah, <laughs> and I you know, that. and I you know that. who else uh, he's king of Australia. Yeah, who they had a battle too in New they, Zealand. Yeah, wow. Now, name me the top three countries that had the strictest COVID lockdowns. There you go. There you you go. just named them. Yeah, those three. That's yeah. not a coincidence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you got King Charles being like, you know, uh, uh, he's all about the WEF. Yeah. 
World Economic Forum. He wants to do Agenda 2030. He wants all the climate, the climate change stuff is all oh, don't get me just started. power. They <laughs> just want power. They're painting it with a green brush. Yeah. Hey, you know, uh, pay us more taxes, eat the bugs, and it'll fix the weather. Like, <laughs> the can, you, can you, can you uh, talk about that a bit, uh, climate change and like the whole... What, what your opinion on that and why they're why they're using climate change because a lot of our audience it's just control. hear about it a lot it's control and they're like right? oh there's just more uh, ice is melting it, you know? it's just their way <laughs> to manipulate your emotions yeah. so that you give up more control yeah. over yourself to them yeah they want to do social credit scores right look yeah. what happened in canada with the freedom truckers yeah. oh they got right? they got fucked now let me just say the freedom truckers are probably the most important people that actually truly ended the COVID. 100%. Everything. Yeah. We did a whole episode with just like thanking them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. Did, yeah. We no, did. We, we literally like. What did you guys crazy. think about it from, from, from your perspective you in Florida? you a lot here? Oh, I was posting about it like oh, okay. crazy. Amazing. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. boosting this like certain Instagram account. I'm not going to yeah. snitch on them <laughs> because they were Canadian. They were, you know, they, had, they got hundreds of thousands of followers. We were supporting it like crazy. And what happened is once that started happening, vaccine mandates here started dropping wow they saw that and they go they yeah. got us they, they did found that. the solution to stop us yep. when the truckers start just parking and not delivering they can shut down the economy mm-hmm. yeah and it exposed trudeau for being a dictator yeah a full-blown dictator. someone's got to say it you know what i mean someone's yeah. got to say it yeah he's yeah, a yeah. dictator yeah um uh, and then he's out there saying, oh, we support Iranian women. Yeah, Buddy, you I know locked that. up people for <laughs> just saying that they didn't want to be injected against their will. Bank yeah. accounts frozen. Froze the bank account. Yeah, yeah. Bank accounts frozen. People that donated like five, ten dollars frozen bank accounts. You saw what they just tried to do out. with PayPal. Yep. Yeah. $2,500 from misinformation. Yeah. <laughs> If, if, so if you say, you know, men can't get pregnant, oh, there's $2,500, right? Yeah, like, wait a minute. This, they want to do this whole thing. They want that times 100. Well, right now, I don't know if you know this, but right now, uh, Trudeau is in, um, they're, they're in what, uh, like the Supreme Court of Canada. Yep. And he's on trial for invoking the Emergencies Act mm-hmm. in yep. Canada, which was never, has never been And used, they're not talking about it, of Which course. has never been used ever. Right? Which is for like if you're in a war, like yeah, yes. like you're literally like they're dropping bombs on us. He basically yeah. declared a light form of martial law to stop peaceful protesters exactly. against yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. So like I always try to just think like, or we always have this conversation like, how the fuck don't people like how can like, how is the wool still in front of your eyes? You know, yeah. after you see things like this, it boggles my mind. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't fully know. I think yeah. more people are awake than ever. Yes, that's true. Um, and, and it's, this is a global movement and it's taking time, but we just saw in Italy, they elected a populist, uh, in Brazil, they're about to reelect one. Yep. We also reelected one in 2020, but they stole it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) sorry. I love that. It's okay. Say it with your chest, man. Say it with your chest. How do I say this? Uh, YouTube doesn't. (laughs) Um, so, you know, they're, 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 I do believe that the bad guys are actually panicking a little bit. Yeah. A lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so we're, we're pushing back. And it, it's going to come down to America, I think, to actually clean up internally here so that we can help elsewhere, especially in Canada. So, What up, guys? We interrupt this episode to let you know that this episode and this podcast is presented by Bodog. Yo, the boys... We're on Twitch every week now. Every yep. Sunday, we're live on Twitch. We're fucking betting. We already were betting before. Now now we're going to bet for real, all right? We got <laughs> soccer, basketball, NFL. 
ev- honestly everything. Don't make me start yeah, we're in Champions League. But I'll I'll honestly bet on anything. Yeah, we know. We know that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, we're we're super excited. Um guys, if you're gonna join the boys, hit a bulldog. Yep. All right. If you deposit with crypto, you get zero transaction fees, super quick withdrawals, the whole thing. It's the best way to go. But I mean, listen, if you got regular cash, you want to throw cash in there too. Throw it in. Do what you got to do. Throw it in. No stress, all right? Guys, we love you. Appreciate you listening, tuning in. Bodog, let's fucking get it back to this episode. Yeah, I, no, think, I think a lot of these people in power, like when you talk about Trudeau, even Fauci, for example, like they're going up there and, and they're speaking about things as if like everyone is a fool. Right, and I don't get that. Like, I, like that's the part where that really pisses me off because it's like, how can you? Then, like you said, the Iran, like, oh, freedom for Iran and stuff like that. But in your own country, it's a different story. They um, are used to controlling the entire microphone. Yeah. So when we were growing up, we had you know MTV, we had the movies, uh, magazines, yeah. etc. The next generation, Generation Z, they grew up on the internet. They don't have nearly the kind of programming that we did. Um, And social media, this podcast, all this stuff, it destroys their ability to keep the wool over our eyes. And that's why they are censoring so hard. I got my Twitter account deleted um, last year because I said we should audit the election. Yeah. Yeah. Look, that's yeah. <laughs> I'm a lawyer calling for a democratic process to happen, and Twitter took me down. And you know what I found out? The government of California, where I'm from, was emailing Twitter. Oh my god! Saying DC Drano is spreading election misinformation. Uh, he's asking for audits. He thinks that there's fraud, and I got taken down for that. And that is not only North Korea, China stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's unconstitutional. Yeah. 100%. And so I have a lawsuit now. With um, Twitter, right? Yep. Against yep. Twitter, yeah. against yeah. the state of California. It's been going on for a year and a half. We're in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. I believe that within the next six months, we'll have a decision from them and we'll potentially be in the Supreme Court. Yeah. And this is going to really do some damage to the censorship because when the government gets involved, they can't outsource it. Yeah. Yeah. They can't launder their unconstitutional infringements to private entities. Oh, Twitter, you do it. Yeah. No, it's the same thing as if the government, and it makes Twitter what's called a joint state actor. Okay. So between my lawsuit and a bunch of other lawsuits, I believe within the next year that we're going to have major, major reforms for our free speech rights in America on social media. Yeah, well, that was my question because I guess the the the, the argument with that is always like, well, that's the, you know the platform is a is a private business or whatever and they can essentially if they want to allow certain things on the platform they can right and i always wonder well when when does the line get crossed when you know this real life decisions like elections are being decided using these platforms yeah so like what's your response to that with someone who says oh well you, you know youtube can take down what they want twitter can take down who they want they can uh but when they're doing it at the behest of the government you know, okay, yeah. that, 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 that's what's happened is the government has gotten so overconfident. And so, and there's such a revolving door. So many of the people that work for Twitter, a lot of them were in the FBI 
uh, Facebook, a lot of them were in the White House. And with them. They, they're all friends. They all know each That's other. So up. That shouldn't be allowed to happen, though. They like, could literally call and be like, hey, and, and, and they've proven it. Like, the yeah. evidence is out there now. Yeah. It's just a matter of time until the courts, the high-up courts, yeah. start making decisions. I think what's going to happen is they're going to be treated like public utilities where if it's legal constitutional speech, you can't touch it. Yeah. And honestly, that's why they're so afraid of Elon buying Twitter. Yeah. True. Because he's not going to allow it to be a censorship. Is problem. he going to welcome you back or what? Yeah. He, yeah. he has said pretty, so he actually, there's uh, strong rumors that, you know how he like agreed to rebuy it. Yeah. yeah. They said, we'll cut a few billion dollars off the price if you don't allow Trump and the Jeez. hundreds of thousands of conservatives that we've banned back on the platform. Really? So he suspicious. No. <laughs> well, of course. I mean, that's... The money's not a thing for him. He just... He, he actually wants it so that... Because he, he, I think he's very pro-free speech. Yes. I was going to say, what's your, what's your take on Elon? Because a lot of people are like, yeah, is he like trying to fool us? Or do you think he's really in it? Do you think he's being genuine? I, I do. Yeah. I, you know, I don't put full faith in anyone except God. Yeah. But Elon is definitely doing a lot of good things. Yeah. And uh, I'll support the good things. He doesn't always do good things. Yeah. No one does. But sure. um, him buying Twitter, I think, you know, he's kind of, he's a big free speech guy. He loves memes. Yep. Yeah. He loves uh, kind of being a troll. So <laughs> he's killing me. Some of his memes, like the one with, uh, with, um, Bill Gates. Oh, that one with was the, the pregnant, pregnant with the yeah, like yeah, dude yeah. kills. Love you that. love to see it though, but you love to see somebody at that level with that much power and money um, using comedy because we always say like, obviously you were saying memes is a good way to shift the culture and actually get information out. That that's the same thing with like comedy and stand up comics and things like that. A lot of people don't understand that that's the way that culture gets shifted. That's the way the information comes out. And that's how we push. You know, we 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 push the needle a bit. Look at Joe Rogan. Yeah. yeah. He left California, and I've definitely noticed a shift to the right. Like, he's yeah. kind of becoming like, yo, Democrats have lost their mind. Yes. Like, what is going on out there? Yeah. Especially since he's a comedian. But yeah. once you leave California, Elon left California. Yeah, yeah. He's more savage. Um, yeah. You know, like I said, once you kind of take those first few steps into being unabashedly pro-freedom... And saying, you know what? I don't care what you say. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to live the way I think is right. It is the best feeling. There's, there's truly no better feeling. I Same feel like the, the definition of being, like, I think I said this a few days ago, but I think the definition of being a liberal or being on the left has changed dramatically, like, in the past 10 years. Have you noticed that, too? Because there were people that were just like, yeah, I'm a liberal. I, I want free speech. I want everything to be okay. I want everyone to speak their mind. And well, they, now they, were like, anti, they were anti-establishment. They were anti big pharma at one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And everything changed. Rage against the machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's literally yeah. like don't come to our concert unless you got big pharma yeah. proof that you took the drug. Well, um Adele too. Adele, however you say it. She just announced that she is not um, allowing anyone who's unvaxxed in her concerts. Did she really say that? Yeah, it was on Twitter. Um, Jesus Christ. Adele doesn't Mail. surprise me that much. Oh, no. I, but Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 They're yeah. literally Rage for the Machine. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Change the name. <laughs> Switch like, the name. Rage alongside of the machine. Yeah. Um, it's, it's crazy to me. Yeah. But um, we had one of the lowest jab rates in the world. Yeah. The United States. Uh, I think Canada is actually like 
north of ninety percent. Granted, you guys couldn't even get like on a train. Well, you couldn't. You couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't go anything. anywhere. You can't like, go anywhere. You couldn't leave your house almost. Like we yeah. were. We were. Very close or there was just that. no point in leaving your house. There you was could just. just you could just do like grocery stores, and like uh, just essential. And like we have, it's oh. called it's called Shoppers Drug Mart, which is like where you like you buy. Like your fucking aspirin and shit yeah. like that. It's like so, a CVS. Yeah, CVS, exactly. And then we have the LCBO, which is our, our liquor board for Ontario, which is like our state. And they were open, of course. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. like, oh, like yeah. the, the, the alcohol, <laughs> yeah, the, the porn, the weed. We got weed. It they're was all open. open. Yeah. All open. <laughs> but you have a gym? In oh, America. sorry. You have a gym? Yeah. Sorry. That's, that's unhealthy. No you close that gym. Can't use the playground. Get so, arrested. So we had a lot of that. So I think... Um, I think in terms of Canada, like there's, they're still in a dark place. I mean, even a big wake up call was um, the Pfizer, one of the Pfizer executives coming, uh, going live, I think, or or in she a discussion. Was, it was in Europe. It was the yeah. They, someone I don't know if it they, was said, yes. they said transmission. It was never which, tested which for they, transmission. They fact checked. So I'm after, a little bit. They fact after checked they said because it, yeah, yeah yeah of yeah. course Pfizer didn't say what they said right guys okay <laughs> uh, and we have those big kind of meme pages back home too in Toronto that you can see them even kind of shifting their narrative now and being like oh okay we're gonna post more about this and and when they're posting now even the comments are changing before it was like I'm not even gonna say nothing because I'll just get blasted in this comment chat now it's it looks like people are waking up but people are like you said it's a silent majority it where is people will speak online you but know they, what I will say especially since we're on the Money Buys Happiness podcast, <laughs> yeah. there are billions of dollars to be made yeah. in this sector. Come on. If you, for every business that discriminates against people that want freedom and that want free speech and all this normal stuff, they, there's a complete parallel opening for that type of business. Yes. PayPal discriminates, make your own payment service. Yeah. Yep. If... Dick's sporting goods discriminates. Start selling your own sporting goods. Nike, whatever. All of them. Mm -hmm. It's opening up. And people are jumping onto that. Yeah. Right? Because, like, I mean, think about it. Look at the engagement. When you talk about freedom stuff on social media, it's the most engaged stuff. They had to turn off the dislike button on YouTube because people were ragging on On, Biden so much. It's where the energy is. Yeah. Yeah. So get involved. we, we, we We were talking yesterday. We were on another podcast, and we were saying how if you're making it was with some content creators on this on the conservative side as well and we were saying if you're making this content now like you are thinking so far ahead because the tide's already turning but when it makes the full turn you are going to be like so far ahead people, so like, well positioned so well positioned yes. media companies uh, other content creators are going to be trying to catch up mm-hmm. but but people are yeah. going to look back and say Fuck, DC Drano's been saying this since 2016. I'm sure you get that a lot too. You know, right? it's it's 2026, and and like here people we are. message you like, damn, you were right <laughs> all the time. Yeah, yeah, we get that too. I could imagine you. I love it when it's like family and friends. Oh, that's the best, the best one. Oh, Those are the best. My bad. Or people, I had this like ex girlfriend reach out to me. She's like, I just looked at my message to you from five years ago. I'm sorry, you're not a piece of shit. Like. <laughs> You're not racist, homophobic, and all all the things the TV told me to think of you. I literally just posted a video like two days ago of these Muslim parents joining with conservative Christians up in Michigan to protest having like porn in their kid's library. Yeah. And I was like, this is what they're most afraid of. Yeah. All the people coming together and uniting against their tyranny. Yep. And it's like, oh, you're a racist. Like, no, I'm literally <laughs> the one saying bring everyone together. Muslims, Christians, they yeah. can't do that anywhere else on planet Earth. Yep. And we're calling for that. We are not 
what they demonize us as. Look what they did in Canada when the freedom truckers, right? They're oh. like, they're a bunch of white supremacists. It was all, it was fully diverse. It was the most unifying thing that Canada has had in so long. And they demonized it. But guess what? When you're on God's side, what do you have to fear? Yeah. Jesus, Jesus kind of taught us this, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's he, true. he wasn't the most well-received individual yeah. back then. He stood up for what was right, and they killed him. Yeah. But he showed you stand strong for what you believe in, and that's, that's the path of righteousness. You're building up your treasures in heaven, not here. Yeah, so, and, and your legacy will last forever. Man, seeing, seeing the truckers, I got to go back to it for a second. Seeing the truckers was like, I shed tears watching some of those yeah. videos. Seriously. Like, yeah. as a man, I shed tears because I was like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen happen in Canada yeah. in a very long time. The unity between, like you said, there was people of every ethnicity, every religion fighting for one thing, freedom. The most basic good versus evil fight. Yes, yeah. What do you say to people that like, because we got this a lot too, like, oh, you guys think it's bad here. You guys should go live in the Middle East or go to, go like there was always a comparison, right? Yeah. It was always like, oh, like, oh, you think you have no freedom here? Go there and see if you have any. But I'm just like, but well, we had freedom here. Like we just like, we're just letting it go. I, I don't want to be a Middle Eastern dictatorship. Yeah. Like, we're, we're a Western democracy. Yeah. I think because rights. of mainstream, I think they're always comparing things now, right? It's like, oh, we can't complain about Canada because of the war in Ukraine now. Like that's that's how we were feeling in in Canada, right? Like, correct me if yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, it was wrong, always like it was. You didn't like, want to well, speak out because people were like, "Oh, like you're so privileged. You're complaining about this now, but look at Ukraine right now. You should be worried about that." And we we always said like, just because it's worse somewhere else doesn't mean you stop fighting for what you have. Oh, where you lost you are. your arm. Well, you didn't lose your leg. Yeah, exactly. Ex <laughs> I don't want my arm to fall off. Yeah. I want full freedom. I want to be able to go outside and visit my relatives and mm -hmm. ride on a, you know, it, it's, it's discrimination. Yeah. yeah. It's discrimination. And, you know, we had this thing in America, Jim Crow. Yeah. Right. Which was ironically run by Democrats. So Democrats used to control the South in America. And uh, when, you know, we forced them to not have slaves, Democrats, they say, oh, it's white people. No, no, it was Democrats, okay? <laughs> yeah. And it was like 3% of them, too. Very rich. And um, so they kept coming up with these new policies. Uh, okay, we can't have slaves, but we're not going to allow them to vote. Actually, they can vote. Okay, well, they can vote, but they can't use the same restaurants. That was Jim Crow, right? And that eventually got abolished, but that was Democrats. Mm -hmm. And the exact same thing happened today. And especially, say, take New York, for example, New York City, they had the vaccine passports. Guess what the highest percentage by, by racial category was most unvaccinated? Black people. Black people, yeah. Guess who was not allowed in a lot of restaurants in New York City? Black people. And guess who's running that? Democrats. It's the same wow. yeah. scam. Under a different guise. It's yeah. discrimination. Instead of, it, it was medical Jim Crow. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. I'm curious. I, I want to I touch on, because I know that... Uh, I saw Candace Owens follows you. Yeah, she's my buddy. Yeah, Love big, 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 we're big fans of Candace Owens. She's amazing. Yeah, unreal. Like what she's doing is unreal. Uh, recently, she's been in the news uh, because of her documentary, uh, and also because of her rocking the White Lives Matters tee with uh, with Kanye. So I want to touch on that kind of whole thing as a whole. Her, her documentary, and then even what she's doing with Kanye, Kanye as well. What do you think of her documentary? What do you think of what she's doing and what she's been doing? I guess for the last couple of years now. What she is doing is what every media organization should have done, which is actually report on the corruption of the Black Lives Matter organization, right? 
So there's a lot of lies. It started up with hands up, don't shoot. That was a lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Brown, he, he did not have his hands up. He was attacking a cop, and he was huge. He got shot. Um, and, and it then uh, morphed into this, you know, uh, cops are killing unarmed black men by the thousand. If you ask uh, uh, any random kind of liberal in, you know, a blue city, how many um, black men are unarmed killed by cops, they'd probably say thousands. Yeah. It's about 15 to 20 each year in a okay. population of like 30 or 40 million. A, a black professor at Harvard did a study where he showed that black men are actually police use force against them less than white men that are unarmed as well okay. as wow. a rate yeah, yeah. as a percentage of the time. And this is in New York or this is, this is nationwide nationwide. Wow. Right. So unarmed black men are attacked at a lower rate by police than, and it's, and, it, and again, the, the people that, you know, one life is too many. Um, but they, it, it's like, like literally 15 to 20, 25 per year and an entire population of 330 million. So um, those are some of the lies. Now we're seeing BLM. What's it stand for? By large mansions. They have spent <laughs> tens of millions of dollars on massive mansions in the whitest parts of Southern California. <laughs> when that news came out, what, what, what were you doing? Like, what was your reaction to that? That's amazing. I was like, uh, yeah, that, that, all, that all checks out. Because I'm wow. like, wow, you know, all these neighborhoods, they burned down these neighborhoods where BLM rioted. Dozens of people were killed. Yeah. And I'm like, well, at least they're going to like rebuild them with all this $100 million. They were $80 some million. Nope. And that's what Candace's documentary exposes. You can okay. watch it. Yeah. I just challenge a lot of people, go watch it. Yeah. And then, and then let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, because when it comes down to it, me and so many others, we want to help black Americans. We want to help Hispanic Americans. And that's why black Americans are actually coming over to the Republican Party in record numbers, especially mm-hmm. black men. Um, I look at it as, I used to live in Southside Chicago. I went to law school there. Democrats have been in charge of black neighborhoods effectively for the last 50, 60 years. It's all gotten 10 times worse. Yeah, there's no progression. So why would they vote for, why would they keep putting the same people in charge? Um, more black babies are aborted in New York City than are born. Kanye said that wow. over 50%. It's that a real, that's a stat. That's a yeah. stat. And, and Planned Parenthood, if you go into a black neighborhood, you see a Planned Parenthood every few blocks. The founder of Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger, was a known eugenicist. You can look up her, her words. She believed that inferior people should be exterminated. She Holy founded shit. Planned Parenthood. And she literally planned, she says, we need to bring in black doctors to convince black people that what they're doing is a good thing. The black oh, community used to be fuck. against abortion. I'm telling you, this is all like yeah, the yeah. real truth. Yeah. And so me and so many others, we woke up. Because mm. I didn't know all this stuff until like four or five years ago. Yeah. You know? We woke up and said, I'm going to fight the real evil people. It's not my fellow American. It's the people dividing us. It's the people exterminating us. Yep. And it's the people at the top. Coach! Yo, coach! Coach, I need some help! I got you, I got you. Full send, B12, energy support. That's exactly what he needs. I got you, I got you, I got you. You're good, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good. Uh, I'm going to rip uh, uh, Yeah, you got 50. Uh, uh, 
Send supplements, supplements.co, MBH15, 15% off your order. Boys, let's get fucking jacked and let's get back to this episode. So, I mean, ultimately, yeah, people like you, people like Candace are putting on putting that on display. And obviously, I mean, it helps it helps her case because she's black. It makes it, I'm sure, a little bit easier for her to get her message across without getting tormented. I imagine you have a completely different experience with that i don't get the same reception that she does (laughs) um but what i can do is be that white guy with a beard that drives a truck and lives in the south (laughs) that they say is the guy that's the one to watch out for the racist it's like no bro let's hang out yeah let's all work together Mm -hmm. let's give your kids a better education let's put more police in the streets so your kids are safe enough to walk to school because I've gone in the bad neighborhoods and I've talked to these people. You know what they say? We want more police. We want more police. People are getting shot. Chicago's a war zone. Yeah. Baltimore, Philly, L.A. Yeah. Defund the police is the most <laughs> racist policy out there because it's harming black people more than anything else put out there right now. Damn. That's, that's, a, that's a hot take for some people. But yeah, I agree they're not ready it. for that. They're not ready to swallow it. that pill. We love uh, That's why we love Florida. We always say it. We come here and there's police just parked up on the side of the everywhere, street. Everywhere, everywhere. And I'd, I've never felt safer. Yeah. And it's also, so they call it the sunshine state. It's also called the gunshine state. <laughs> yeah. We have the most carry concealed permits. Love that. Of any state in the country. We beat Texas uh, a couple years ago. Now, Texas has uh, open carry. You don't necessarily need a permit to just wear it on it, but if you want to have it concealed. Mm -hmm. Now Texas is a constitutional carry state. So we have about 18 states that you can just carry a gun. Yeah. As long as I think you're a citizen. I don't know. But um, like out in the old, like just have one? uh, Concealed. 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 Okay. Okay. Florida's probably going to pass that eventually soon. But yeah, it's a very heavily armed state. We respect the police and we're a stand your ground state. You know, if someone pulls a gun at you, you don't have to like run. You can just start shooting back. I mean, no one ever wants to get in that situation. Of course. But, um, well, we, back home in Toronto, we were having a, a massive issue in the last, I'd say, six to eight months has been uh, cars being robbed, uh, like specific cars, Range Rovers and stuff like that, that were worth a lot of money. Um, we're getting robbed right off of people's driveways. His actually got robbed right off his yeah. driveway. And, uh, and my argument for, um, you know, for, for, for being able to, to carry and protect yourself with a gun is I always say like, and I compare it to Canada and here, if, if you're, if you're back home in Toronto and you're somebody, a criminal who's thinking about stealing a car, if you know that the consequence is your life, you probably won't take the risk to commit the crime. We just had hurricane Ian, which was one of the most devastating hurricanes that ever hit America. And, um, I posted a video of a sign in a really destroyed neighborhood that says loot here, die here. And it got 250,000 likes. Yeah. yeah. And the next day, Governor DeSantis gave a press conference and was like, and by the way, yeah. anyone thinking of looting here, just know that we're a second amendment state yeah. <laughs> and I wouldn't want to do that. They've arrested, I think like 10 looters total, but there's been like almost no looting, looting. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. people are like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to try into yeah. someone's house. They got a gun. Then it's, it, it, an armed society is a very polite society. Yes, that's, that's the quote. That's you the know? quote, yeah. More, more good guys with guns, less crime. Because think about it. If, if a bad situation happens, oh my God, a guy's got a gun or he's going to kill What are you doing when you call police? 
You're just calling do. someone else with a gun. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. What? Why don't you just do it yourself? Yeah. You know, like legally, you know, know the laws, but that's that's our philosophy, uh, especially in the South, but all over the United States. Yeah. Well, well I mean, in, Canada, in Canada, they're saying that. They're like, oh, get rid of guns, ban guns. And it's like, something's going to go wrong. You're going to call someone with a gun. Mm-hmm. But but the bad guys are going to find ways to get guns no matter what. Well, even most exactly. of the crime is from illegal guns. All, all of it. All of mm-hmm. it, right? All so it's it like when, when they say that it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I want to talk about censorship a little bit. Mm-hmm. When did you first encounter censorship online? Was that with the Twitter? I mean, that was the first time. That's the only account I've had deleted. Deleted okay. completely. Like, I actually really try to stay within, paint within the lines because I say I would rather be 60% effective on an issue, getting the information out, and play the long game than be 100% effective on an issue and get banned. And get banned. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We just are fighting a long fight to get more rights on the internet. I am 100% confident it's going to happen, probably within the next year at the latest two. And um, so I'm just kind of, we're all just kind of like waiting, and and we're hoping the Congress will pass some laws to protect us. It's it's the most important thing. Um, So the censorship, I mean, it really wasn't that bad until about 2018 when they started to do like fact checking, and that's when they got rid of like Alex Jones and... Milo Yiannopoulos, whatever. And a lot of people are like, well, you know, they're kind of out there a little bit, whether you grew them or not. I'm not going to say too much. And the big tech companies looked around and then ended up getting to the point where they banned the sitting president of the United States. Yeah. Like within two years, it fast-tracked all the way to that. Which that always blew my mind. Like if they had the opportunity and the power to remove the president of the United States. Scary. Like, yeah, it's insane. How, how, did, how did we even get to that point? Like, It shows how panicked they are. Yeah. You know, they yeah. just raided his house in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. yeah. You don't do that because you're strong and you're yeah. in charge yeah. and you're in command. Yeah. You do that because you are petrified yeah. of this movement finally cleaning up what I believe to be the most powerful evil force in the history of the world. And I, I agree with that so much. And I have this conversation all the time with people. They're, they're grasping at straws right now because they know people are waking up on a mass, on a global, on a global scale. That's every country. Go back to the truckers for a second. That movement was heard around the world. Yeah. You had, you had news stations from Europe, South America, America, you know, talking about it. It was heard. And, and, and the awakening is massive. And speaking of the awakening, I want to go back to Kanye quickly. What do you think about what Kanye's been up to? He has been going <laughs> fucking mental, to say the least. Good or bad, I don't know. I have, I have certain opinions on certain things. Obviously, the White Lives Matter thing was, was a massive statement that he tried to make with, with Candace. Um, but he's been saying some, some like really deep state stuff. Yeah, I literally was driving over here and I was like, I'm just going to kind of let that whole Kanye thing play out a little bit before yeah. I dive into it. Okay. And then you guys are calling me out. <laughs> Sorry, like, let him say one I'm more so, thing and then you'll I'm decide. I'm so curious to, to if hear. If there's your... one thing white guys love talking about, it's the issue of a white lives matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're kind of not allowed to have an opinion on that. Um, so I've personally stayed out of that because, again, I'm trying to play by the censorship rules. Like, I know the booby traps they set. Um, 
I think what Kanye is, I, I actually talked uh, with someone close to me. And I go, I think there's some bigger plan here. Like, cause Elon posted a picture with him and Kanye and it said like the party's, it's about to get a lot more fun or something. Mm-hmm. Elon wants to make this app called X, which is the all everything app. So I'm a little, I don't fully know what's going on. Okay. Uh, Kanye buying a free speech app sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Um, I'm on Parler. It's a little slower than the other apps in terms of engagement. So I think it's actually going to bring a lot of mojo to it. Um, but I, I, I don't fully know the plan. I think he did the, uh, the White Lives Matter shirt. So two things. One, um, that was during like New York Fashion Week. And he kind of like stole the whole, sh- the yep. whole show. Yeah, like true. the guy knows how to command yeah. media. Um, and two, I probably think he knew about this parlor acquisition and was kind of just driving up the hype, driving up the media. Uh, if you're going to buy something where a lot of people need to be on it, yeah, you want to be in the news, all that. So that's really all I know. Uh, I know he has said some controversial things. Yeah. Um, I honestly have not been keeping up with like every tweet, every post, everything, yeah. whatever, because there's so much other stuff going on. Um, but I'm overall just kind of like letting it play out. I'm like, let's see what happens here. Yeah, um, see where it goes. You know, because Elon's still trying to buy Twitter. That hasn't gone through. That's been going on for four or five months. There's just a lot of big stuff going on that, uh, you know, my opinion isn't going to necessarily change. So I'm yeah. just kind of waiting and seeing. I, I don't like to speak on things unless I have an educated opinion. Fair. Like that. That's fair. And I don't fair. fully know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. I I'm, think I think you, just touching on him quickly, I actually said the same thing about Andrew Tate. Um, don't necessarily agree with everything they say, but I think that the positive side of the whole thing is that they're pushing the boundaries of free speech because a lot of the things these guys have been saying in the last year or so, if you even thought about saying it, let's say three, four years ago, you were like completely wiped off of everything. Like like you were done. Your career was probably over, even if you just worked a regular nine to five. Mm -hmm. So... I respect the fact that they're pushing the boundaries. Like I said, don't necessarily agree with everything they're saying, um, but do respect the fact that these guys are willing to go out, you know, neck out and and, and say what they believe, true or not. I think Andrew Tate has said a lot of positive things. Yeah. Like 100%. I, That's why I he was actually, popular. Like, every, 100%. people liked it. I never listened to him until all the until he got banned. And I was yeah. like, all right, well, now I really want to gotta see. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's this all about? Yeah. And I heard so many, you know, yeah, he said some controversial things, but like, Everyone has. Um, I believe that no one should be deplatformed. In in America, we have free speech, and um, there's there's two things. One, it's called the marketplace of ideas, right? So, for a healthy uh, democracy, a healthy constitutional republic, you have to let all the ideas in there, and then let people pick and choose which ones they want, right? And the second thing is, if an idea is so bad, the answer to that bad idea is not censorship, it's better ideas. If an idea is so bad, you should be able to easily disprove it. Yeah. Because some people are like, oh, why'd you, I posted some climate change guy because he was spraying paint in like Europe and like on an Aston Martin dealership and like, why are you giving him a platform? That, I'm like, he's a clown. Yeah. His ideas, I don't, I'm not scared of them. Yeah. yeah. I'm making fun of him because he's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> he's literally pushing for billionaires to make us eat bugs and he doesn't, he thinks he's special. It's like, yeah. you're, you're the biggest idiot out there. 
I'm not afraid of bad ideas. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and and you can just turn the channel, switch to a different account. Yeah. I, I don't believe in censorship. Well, that's the free yeah. market, right? Let all the ideas, let all the content speak for itself and the mm -hmm. people will decide what they want and what they don't want and so that's why i think again they're scared of andrew tate because he came with a lot of different ideas that were sort of let's say being censored for a while and i think especially when you look at uh young men they were looking for a masculine uh, role model and he brought that and like yeah. i said he said a lot of good things he may have said some controversial things but he brought because that, that, i mean that's a whole other topic the masculinity thing he gave young men something that they were hungry for. A guy who was going to come in with strong masculine values. And I think he brought that to the table. Who are the three or four biggest voices for helping young men find themselves? I would say it's Joe Rogan. Yep. I would say it's Jordan Peterson. Yep. And I would say it's Andrew Tate. Yep. And who are the three most censored and <laughs> you just named them. They try to cancel them the hardest. There's yeah. a reason. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They don't want men to be strong and confident and and valued. Mm -hmm. Because if you're trying to take over somewhere, they lock up the the fighting aged men. Yes. First thing. Yeah. They're trying to make you unhealthy. And alone and weak and feeble and, and, and isolated and depressed and angry. Those guys give young men strength and courage yep. yeah. and, and confidence and, and skills. Mm -hmm. How to be happy. They don't want you to have a family. Yeah. Communism hates the family unit. So guess what they're going to want you to do? Just go hang out on your computer all day, play video games, not know how to talk to a girl. True. Be, be be small and, and, and weak and have you know no money or whatever. Yeah. Who cares? You're just Docile a loser. Those guys say, actually, no. Be a boss. You know, go yeah. to the gym. This is actually how you can get the girl you want. Mm -hmm. This is how you can make some money. You know, they, they don't want that. Yeah. So that's think, why they try to go after I think he guys. was saying, uh, is it Jordan Peterson? Be a monster and then learn how to control it. Yeah. Have yeah. that in control. Yeah. yeah. When I heard that, that changed my life. Me too. Yeah, me too. And I'm pretty much, you know, doing my own thing. Where, but I heard that. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. That's a good idea. Well, you know what yeah. happened with Jordan Peterson at, at uh, the university in Toronto. That's where it all started. Yeah. 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 Well, look at that. The school the school tried to get rid of him because he didn't want to follow and then along he just with the pronouns. <laughs> and not look at him now. And, and they, they turned him into uh, the modern, you know, greatest, one of the greatest philosophers of our time. Yeah. Of our time, yeah. And he was just lecturing classes. He, he could have still been there. Yeah, UFT, he would have wow. still been there. They fucked up. No, but it's a blessing. <laughs> it was did. a blessing for us. They it did. was truly a blessing um, for us. I want to take it back a bit. So when you, when you get to Tampa now, what's your following at at that point? Mm. When did you kind of like say, okay, I'm not doing this law thing anymore. I'm going full force here. So it's kind of interesting story. They, I had, the day I left the law firm, I had 80,000 followers. Okay. And, but I had like put in notice. I was there for, you know, as a lawyer, you don't just kind of like, yeah, you, yeah. You, you know, finish out your deals, your cases. And I said I was leaving and uh, word spread through Hollywood a little bit. And I got some calls and one of them was from this really big partner at a law firm. She was like, hey, like, can we grab lunch? Just want to talk. Heard you're leaving your firm. I'm like, yeah, I'm moving to Florida, but like, we'll grab lunch. She's like, yeah, yeah, just, just hear me out. She asked me and she was like, you know, what was, what's your market rate right now? Like if I said, well, all in, it's about 400,000 is what I could get in another job at my seniority. 
and she's like, how about this? $500,000 and I make you a partner at my law firm. Wow. In a year. And now I was going with 60, 70K, no money, selling my house, breaking up with my girlfriend, moving to a city I'd never lived in because I want to post some memes. <laughs> it's legendary. Iconic, to That's be honest. Legendary. <laughs> all in. And it, it, and I told her I was going to think about it, but like I knew it just wasn't a close call. I was like, I got to do this. Yeah. Like that's how strong the, 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 the calling is. Yeah. That's what I think it is. Yeah. I think it's the same thing with you guys. Yeah. I think it's the same thing with Candace. I think it's the same thing with Joe Rogan and thousands of other influencers that post this stuff. I truly believe that we are in a spiritual moment right now, a biblical chapter in human history where God is calling up thousands, if not millions, of brave souls to stand up for righteousness and, and to stand strong against evil and to take it down. That's what I truly believe. Man, I could not agree more. I could not agree more. It is, it, it, it's just crazy to see. Like, we've never seen anything like this. Yeah. So unprecedented. Like, the amount of... Uh, there's always this argument... Is social media good? Is social media bad? Obviously, there's pros and cons to everything in life. Nothing is going to be 100% good. But I always argue that I think social media is more is doing more good than evil because it has allowed people like us to connect. The fact that we can sit here and talk about the issues and, and some solutions to the issues on a global scale, no social media, that never happens, right? And, and from a I'm going to, I'll even go ahead and say from a brainwashing perspective, before it was, you had the TV in front of you, whatever was on that TV or whatever was on the newspaper, you believed anyone who tried to come out, you know, you know, and say, go against maybe government or whatever, look, they could tell their family, maybe their neighbors, yeah. whoever they worked with at their yeah. job, but that it, it ended there, right? Social media has given us opportunity like look at you two what are you two and a half million followers on instagram, yeah, instagram. About, about that, yeah. like Crazy. that's insane and you can get your message across and like you said you like you're doing god's work that's it. well i'm 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 trying i i no you, you know, are you are no no yeah, no you, you, you should, yeah you should take credit for it. you yeah. are you are man because you're influencing that's a, that's a massive amount of people and i'm sure there's there's, a, there's millions more that don't necessarily follow you but see your content it gets shared to them and i can only imagine we see with us we're probably a mass between us our, on all our channels maybe a couple hundred thousand and I see how many people come to us and are like, thank you. Thank you for speaking up. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. So I can only imagine how many people, those messages that you're getting must it, be insane. It grows quick. Um, it grows quick. And, and people just recognize when you're genuine, when you're courageous, when you're smart, and they'll, they'll support you because yeah. a lot of people, you know, you guys took the brave step to jump into this and put your yourselves forward but there's so many people that haven't don't have that courage or don't have the opportunity and their way of supporting the movement is to like your stuff to share your stuff to subscribe to to comment all that and it, it all helps yeah like every little bit helps um everyone can do something if you can help awaken one or two people even you just send them one of the podcasts send them one of the memes yeah. like people are naturally pretty smart and they're gonna be like actually that kind of makes a lot of sense i hadn't heard that a lot of times, young people, they're not opposed to conservative opinions. They're just not exposed to them. They don't yeah. even see them, yeah. They yeah. don't hear them. They yeah. don't see them. And so once they do, that's what changes people. So uh, my goal, my number one goal, in addition to 
helping uh, spread the right information around the country is to awaken as many other DC Dranos as possible Love and that. to give them the courage and the, and the tools to go do this himself. Because yeah. if you take me out, guess what? Now that means there's still 10,000 others out there and yeah. they can't stop us all. Is there others that have kind of mimicked you in the way and maybe you mentored them as well where they have pages that are similar to yours now? You could say that. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, when I first did this, uh, you know Charlie Kirk? You ever heard of him? No, no. He runs Turning Point USA. Oh, he, oh okay. Turning yeah, Point. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's, a, he's a big deal in, in, in the country, in the movement. And I remember he asked me when he first found out about me. I had like 100,000 followers or something. He was like, he was like yo, like, I want to like start working with these Instagram influencers. You know, like, can you get me like a, a how many are there above 100,000 followers? And I was like, Charlie, there's like three. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm the only one that shows my face. Wow. You know, like there's just, there, cause Instagram was not a political platform yeah. before yeah. where you post pictures of your food and bikinis and yeah. you know, cars and yeah. cars, weightlifting. And now there's probably like over a thousand that yeah. are over a hundred thousand. Oh, probably more followers. at this point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that at least gets somewhat political. Yeah. I didn't necessarily do that, but I think I showed people, Hey, this, a lot of people like this content. It, it's a good creative outlet and you can kind of still like be a bit of an influencer too. I don't know. Yeah. So that's all I try to do is just show people that it's okay yeah. to stand strong for what's right. You were at, you were at the, the summit, Trump summit, right? At the uh, social media summit. Yeah. yeah. Talk about that. That's a, that must've been a crazy experience. So How'd that come to be? Everything that has happened to me, I did not know was going to happen. It was, I was just walking into the unknown, right? Okay. I was like, I'm going to go do this for a year. I got enough money saved. I'm just going to see what I can put together. I know that once I get to like four or 500,000 followers, I can make some money because I had talked with other people. So that was like my gamble. But you'd be surprised when you follow that path the path of righteousness, when you, when you have faith in God and you push forward, doors will start to open that you could never have imagined. I wa uh, someone said, hey, you should go to this Turning Point conference after I moved to Tampa because it was three hours away. I was like, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. I met Candace Owens there Amazing. back in 2017. We ended yeah. up being friends ever since. I went to her wedding. Oh, fuck, right <laughs> on, okay. You know, like, and, we're, and we're still friends to this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Charlie Kirk, met him. Three, four months after that, he was like, hey, I want to start bringing you to the conferences. Trump Jr. met him a couple months after I moved to Tampa. He's like, hey, I love your account, this and that. Like, you know, awesome. he's, been, he's been buddies ever since. I was just at uh, Eric Trump, his, uh, his wife's birthday party last week. We That's became friends just through Instagram. Yeah. President Trump was there. I was talking with him. It's insane. That's it, unreal. It's, it's just insane. Now... You know, am I like texting with Trump? No. Yeah. But like, I've met him a few times. Yeah, yeah. And and I, you know, I've hung out with him. Joe Rogan. Follows me. Crazy. Dan Bilzerian follows me. Legendary. Legendary. You know, it's just, and I didn't even know this. Like, I didn't do it for that. Yeah. I just, but when you're doing the right thing, when you're just living a good life and living your true self, mm -hmm. you know, because the way I look at it, people have fought and died for this country and for your country. Yeah. They fought and died. They put everything on the line because they said, I'm going to die for freedom. Their lives. No one, no one wants to die, but they said, I'm going to risk everything for freedom. 
the least that I can do is post some memes on Instagram. Yeah. It's true. And so make true. this a free country. Yeah, if that's so all that I got to do. Death yeah. was not in vain. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. And, you know, we, we owe it to them. Um, so, but it, it is the best life. Like, I... Mm. They'll, they'll, I think they'll end up writing like books about this stuff, like the influencer, the the social media movement that literally saved we humanity. We talk about this Crazy. all the time. We talk about it all the time. This is we always say the like turning point in history. Yeah, and and, and what side do you want to be on? The right it's side. Biblical. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's true. It's true. It's, it's true. Biblical. It's bigger like, than people understand. Yeah. We are like five to ten years of humanity are happening in like one year now. Like we just had the worst pandemic in human history. In terms of the lockdowns yeah. and and honestly, probably in terms of the number of deaths. Although I think like the black lung or the black flu or you know all yeah, the yeah. stuff in the medieval times. But this is crazy. Like we're mm-hmm. on the verge of World War Three. We're trying to stop that. Yeah. You know, so so there's just something major going on. Yeah, right it's now. brewing. It's brewing. when you say like stay true to yourself and and live a life that you're staying true to yourself. I think people in our audience he, uh, hear that a lot. And they, maybe they don't exactly know what that means. Now, when you say that you're you're just following your gut, like what what does that entail? <sighs> all right. So I didn't mean to get all religious on this, yeah. but I believe that when you follow your heart, you follow your gut. That's the Holy Spirit talking through you. Yeah. Um, there's people that have had very uh, vivid. Uh, visits by the Holy Spirit. They've written books about it. They can see heaven. They've seen Jesus, whatever. Yeah. On a very, very light, smaller level, that gut feeling, that that pull towards doing something because it's right, I believe is the Holy Spirit's way of, of guiding you. And it'll affirm, things will be affirmed along the way. I could not yeah. physically do the work I was doing in LA anymore. I was so miserable. I was so unhappy. On paper, what I did was crazy, and it is. I went from leaving 500K on the table to go pursue what I believed was the right thing to do. Yeah. And one of my buddies goes, you'll probably end up making more money anyway. And, <laughs> you know, there, there are very few people along the way that believed in me, but, yeah. like, yeah, after, like, four or five years, you know, you can end up making it in, in, a, in a crazy way, but I'm completely free. Mm-hmm. I don't work for anybody. Um, that if you have the courage to listen to that voice, I think everyone has it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think everyone has it. It's in you. everybody. Yeah, yeah I agree. And I, had, and I established proof of concept. I got the account going, but I didn't just jump and do this. Candace did jump. Yeah. yeah, which is insane. She yeah. talks about how she quit her job and said, and they're like, why? She's like, ah, I think I want to post YouTube videos. Her first YouTube video got like 100 million views. Yeah. Wow. Maybe it was her second. Like, she listened to it. Yeah. There's a, there's a moment right now. You guys listen to it. A lot of the people watching this have listened to it. Keep going. Yeah. Write that book. Write that song. Make that movie. Do something. To yeah. pitch in towards this fight. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people struggle to get to that point because they don't want to let others down. Like when you make a big decision like that, if you had a family at the time and you're moving and now you're not making money anymore, could have been a could have been tough for you at or, the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah no, right? It, so I think a lot of people are, it's a risk. I think following your gut is a risk at the end of the day, but it's your gut feeling, right? So if you don't follow it, 
and you end up regretting something in life, it's kind of just on you. You know you had that feeling, right? I did it anonymously at first. Yeah. That's I crazy. was scared too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't want to lose my job. Yeah. You can do it anonymously. Yeah. 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 Some of the most powerful account, was it, lives at TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. They like had to expose them because they had like so many followers. Like, who is this person? Yeah. You can do it anonymously. Yeah. yeah. And you don't need to move across the country. <laughs> no, yeah. You already live in Florida. You're already Oh, you're set. set. Yeah, you're, you're good. Know, yeah, like, yeah, half yeah, the work's good. done. Yeah. 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 So More than half, yeah. Just, you can do the little stuff. You yeah. can get involved in campaigns. You can go help with elections. You can, you know, yeah. start a radio show, start a podcast. But you podcast. know what? Something that even happened for us, and this adds on to your point, is that we had a, a marketing agency in Toronto. We still do, fully operating. And when we made the decision to, like, start speaking about this stuff uh, early on in 2020... Obviously, a lot of people were like, you know, guys, this is a horrible idea. It's going to actually hurt your business. Like, it's going to hurt your marketing agency. And we were willing to take that risk. We go, you know what? Anybody that doesn't want to work with us because these are our views, we don't want to work with them either. Yeah. yeah. And truthfully, we started, as soon as we started speaking about this, I'm telling you, not even months, our revenue skyrocketed. We had so many new clients. Because a lot of the people who were in power of businesses that were making money that could afford to pay us to do their marketing had similar beliefs and maybe yeah. just weren't speaking about it and didn't know that we felt that way or had these opinions. It wasn't even about the marketing at that point. They were just like, you guys. Yeah, we, we want to work we with you. you. Whatever you guys, you. yeah, you guys are honest. You're giving your, you know, you're, you're, you're brave enough to say what you want to say. You're the kind of guys we want to work with. Yeah. And, and, and it, further to your point of it will all come. But you got to be honest with yourself and take that first and step. take the step. Yeah, yeah. you got to take that first step. Think of the the rock stars of the seventies and eighties. Yeah, they got tons of hate. Yeah. Yeah. Look at what Eminem started. I mean, you guys might be too young. My name is everyone's like, yo, that guy's like talking about hitting his wife. Like, yeah. we got to get him banned. All that stuff, and he's considered the greatest rapper of all time. Yeah, yeah. you have yeah. to break the rules. Yes. if you actually want to make a difference in this world. Yeah, mm -hmm. like it's not supposed to be easy. Yeah. What, what, what's it called? Uh, of course, the shortcut is difficult. If it were easy, it'd be called the way. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's supposed to be challenging. That's, that's all, all the best stories are about yeah. overcoming those challenges. And yeah, we are in this moment in history where every major institution, the media, schools, the newspapers, Hollywood, the government, all the big tech companies, they all want you to think and say a certain thing and, and be a certain way. Yeah. When you defy that, you are the rebel. You are the, the, the outlaw. And it's actually the majority yeah. Yeah. of people are there. And yeah, there is a multi-billion dollar economic opportunity for anybody. Even if you don't want to necessarily get into the podcast or whatever, Make a business just for conservatives yeah. or not just True. for conservatives that is friendly to conservatives. Yeah, yeah. Sell conservative socks. Yeah. Sell conservative cheese. Yeah. Sell conservative deodorant. Anything, dude. Yeah. All True. these companies hate us. No, you're yeah. right. It's True. So if you say, hey, we want to support the freedom fighters, get this deodorant. We don't hate you. Yeah. It'll sell out That's the next day. Back no. to the drawing board, eh? No. <laughs> Back We're to the drawing board. board we go. The podcast. But you said, but you said something. You said it's challenging to take that step. But for, for me, and I'll even speak on your behalf, yeah. I think it was more challenging for us to not take that step and just stay static and, and, and you know, just keep our mouths shut. That's and what pretend. it felt like. like. That was, like, that was so hard like. for us. So we're like, I think this is actually the easier route to go. It, um, 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, that's how it was for yeah, me too. Yeah, same thing, I guess. Right? Yeah. It's just so str- the, the 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 feeling is so strong inside you that we we were literally going to sleep like before we started talking about it, and uh, and just being like, this is like it's fucking crazy. Like I need to say something because it's just it's rumbling inside of me, yeah. and and I'm feeling sick. Not not speaking the truth, right? Because we're having these conversations, you know, between ourselves. Our, our, our team, whatever, and we're talking about this stuff, but it's, it, I'm like, the world needs to know it. You know what I mean? And if I can be a voice that gets to 50 people, 100 people, 50,000 people, 500,000, like, then then I'm making some type of difference, you know? You guys are going to be huge. Thanks, Thank you. Appreciate there, there's a reason up. that you got signed by the biggest names in the business because you emanate that aura, that energy. You have a, you know, give no Fs attitude, like, <laughs> yep. and it's going to inspire lots of other people too. You know, who, who did you guys look up to? Like who, who got you? For him, like, like Jordan Peterson was yeah. huge for myself. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know about you. Yeah. Jordan Peterson was huge. And Rogan. Honestly, Rogan too, those yeah. two guys were the first two well, thank who you, were. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You as well. No, of I've, course. Been, I've been following Joe you Rogan. for, I've been following you for a very long time now. About I think about a year and a half, almost two years. So I've I've seen your growth has been insane, which is why when I those, those when I people DM'd kind you, of opened up our eyes to accounts like yours. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think that that's that's really how it went down. They're they're also my inspiration. Of course, yeah. of course, right. And like, I think like well, you Jordan just, Peterson was close to home for us because it was Toronto. Yeah, seeing that all go down and then seeing him skyrocket. Joe Rogan going against the world at one point. He was one of the first guys to call Trudeau a dictator. Like he was like yeah. the guy's moving like a dictator, and I'm like. <laughs> It's taking a dude from fucking Texas to, to, to like, you know, put this message out into the world. Like, that's crazy. How do we not realize that here? So I think it was those two guys that really started it. But then, yeah, like that put us onto your account, yeah. things like that. And then that started growing and started obviously seeing more. Candice, even her, like, even, yeah. I, I can't explain how, you know, how much of a fan I am. I, tru- <laughs> truly. Just When you are around Candice, she's the exact same as she's super nice yeah. and, you know, personable. She has a just phoenix of fire burning in Love her that. soul. I can imagine. She is unstoppable yeah. in doing this. She is on a mission. Yeah. And that that's just how I like kind of know when someone's got it is when they got when you're like, I couldn't, I couldn't help it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. I, yeah. I just jumped off the building. <laughs> literally. Like, yeah. It's like those are the people. And and yeah, like this has never happened before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's never happened before never. in yeah. our lifetimes and probably in recent history yeah. where like this type of awakening is happening yeah. and it's, it's global. Uh, so, you know, I'm excited for you guys because you guys are going to be for other people. Appreciate but that. Those guys were to you. That fires me up. We're going to try. Yeah. That's you. The Thank goal you. That, that means a lot. Listen, um, before we go, I got to ask one more question on a topic because I got to ask a couple. On it. I got to ask I, a lot I, of, We touched on it. I don't know. I don't know if you're, if, if you have a time constraint here. No? Oh, okay, right good. on. We're then, good. okay. But I, I got to, we, uh, you know, speaking about not giving an F and then the whole masculinity thing, I want to ask your opinion on this grooming children, the trans movement, things like that. I want to, because we talk about it all the time. I don't speak as well as you do. So I want, I want basically you to say what I'm feeling <laughs> <laughs> properly. You know what I mean? What's your thoughts on the whole thing? It's obviously been, been pushed very heavily in the last few years. Some states are really like being weird about it. I know California, like you can get the gender reassignment surgery without your parental consent at like a very early age. Mm-hmm. What's, what's, what's your thoughts on this whole thing? So I think a lot of us really didn't even know this was happening until the last year or two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't. 
Same, yeah. Um, and I think it was COVID when they had the at-home instruction when a lot of people started to notice this stuff. And it, a lot of it was CRT. My mom's a teacher. Uh, she's retired. But I remember the first time she brought up, like, white privilege. It was, yeah. it was a few years ago. And I was like, white privilege? I was like, that's Wait, like can a you, very... Can like, you explain CRT for our audience? Uh, critical race yes. theory. Yeah. It, it's... It, White privilege is one of the tools in that. Basically says that all of America is race, racist and oppressive, and we need to basically overthrow it to make it uh, truly equal. Yeah. Um, and this is in the school systems now? It's in certain school systems. Okay. It's banned in a lot of states. Like in Florida, it's banned. Okay. You can't. Because um, it's just not true. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the Constitution equally applies across all races, and in fact, if you discriminate based on race, that is unconstitutional under our 14th Amendment. Um, but this is a Marxist weapon. Yeah. So everything boils down to Marxism. So going back to the, the trans, um, I believe it's a Marxist weapon. And I believe um, it, you know, the, the groomers is, is an aspect of it. I think it is... They're using the LGBTQ uh, shield. Some of the groomers are to to have uh, inappropriate interactions with kids, and they say, "Well, I'm helping them with their sexual." You're talking to a five year old about their private parts. Yeah, yeah. let's call That's it weird. what it is. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. you're not a doctor. Yeah, you're yeah. a purple haired <laughs> teacher. We always say the always. purple hair. The purple, purple. It's always purple hair, hair yeah. though. Yeah. Uh, and to to be fair, there are some conservatives with purple no, hair. No, no, but yeah, like, yeah, we, we are a big yeah. movement. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> generally speaking, and a lot of teachers get arrested for this. So, um, so that's one aspect of it, right? I I think it's it's a way for perverted uh, and and potential pedophiles to have access to children and to. Um, satiate some of their urges to talk about very inappropriate things. I think that's one aspect of it. Uh, are there actually transgender kids out there? Absolutely. It's extremely rare. Yeah. It's extremely rare. And to see such an explosion in the numbers, oh, it just means America's more tolerant. No, no. It, it, as Candace says, there's an element that this is potentially a social contagion, right? So when you have all these incentive systems set up, where, hey, are you trans? Oh, guess what? We're going to celebrate you. You're so special. Yeah. You can say and do whatever you want. What was it the Family Guy episode? Oh, yeah, uh, that was hilarious. The, the bartender goes over and says, uh, excuse me, uh, you can't watch porn at the bar. And, and the person looks like, oh, I'm trans. He goes, oh, uh, I'm sorry. Do whatever you want all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You know, it, it, it's gotten out of hand in terms of the, the special privilege that is bestowed upon these people, especially when it's adults interacting with children in inappropriate ways. Yeah. So I think that, yes, there are certainly some kids that are definitely transgender. Um, I think the surgeries for children and the, and the hormone blockers, which, by the way, this stuff does not have long-term studies. Okay? Wow. We're Thank seeing you. a lot of detransitioners right now who are a lot more depressed than when they were before that. And yep. they want to kill themselves yep. and they're being told to shut up and their bodies are forever altered and their hormones, like this stuff can cause cancer. Uh, this stuff is not reversible in a lot of ways. And we're seeing some of these hospitals, they get caught. Uh, 
they're they're mutilating the kids before they're 18 yeah right you can get a tattoo when you're 18 we don't allow kids to get tattoos why because your brain isn't developed enough to make such a long-term decision even at 18 it's not developed enough the science shows 24 yeah. Is when you're like a full person. Is that the age 24? 24 is when your brain's fully developed. When you when you develop the last part, which is your understanding of long-term consequences. <laughs> so no one should have their private parts removed when they're 12 or yeah. 13 uh, or take drugs that will literally prevent them from being able to have kids. Yeah. The person you are at 14 is a lot different than the person you are at 40. Yeah. And so... Uh, I, I I really think, you know, in Florida, we stopped it up until like third or fourth grade. You're not allowed to talk about it. That's between parents and kids and doctors. But um, overall, I think there needs to be more limitations to just pump the brakes on this stuff so that kids have a chance to grow up and make the decisions as adults. Well, you, you made a good point about the social contagion thing. And I think it's Bill Murr, I think on his show. Could be Bill Murr, yeah. Bill, yeah. Who, who was saying how he was talking about the trans, this whole trans explosion. And he was saying how he's like, when you look at the data, you know, it's only in certain spots that, that, that you're seeing this explosion of more trans people. He's like, how come it's, you know, this percentage in New York, but he's like, but if you go to Arkansas, there's zero trans people. So they're either less accepting of it or they're, or it's like, it's becoming not uh, being groomed or it's becoming (laughs) a a true, like it's becoming because of their nature, like what's around them. They have found, there was a study done at Brown university an Ivy league school. And it found that when kids, teenage girls, announced they were transgender, there was a very high percentage of two things. One, uh, abuse when they were young. And two, their immediate circle of friends, multiple of them had already announced they were trans, mm-hmm. transgender. And, and someone uh, called it trans-trender. Um, and they also said once they take him out of that circle that the rates actually go down. Go down. You know what happened? They forced him to take down that study. They made him delete what? it because they said it was transphobic. Of course. A, a PhD was not allowed to leave that study up. They had to depublish it. Is, is, isn't, like, I mean, that's fucking insane. I, I, th- I think isn't the, the statistic that the highest rate of suicide in the LGBTQ community is in transgenders? I, that, that's what they say. That's their kind of emotional blackmail that they mm-hmm. use. If you don't do this, they're going to die. That's what they say. Yeah, but I think that I, I, could, I think one could argue that you actually got to see it from the reverse. Yeah. If this group is having the highest rate of suicide, what we're doing isn't working. Yeah. I, no? Well, and there's a very high rate of suicide for people that regret going through the procedures well, too. Yeah, which there no one go. talks about right? that part. Yeah. yeah. So, so someone said, uh, you know, why why do we push them into surgery so quick? It's like if someone was um, anorexic, we don't you know, do liposuction on them. Yeah. You, you, you try and get therapy and get them in a healthier place where they're more comfortable with their bodies. And again, yeah. once you're an adult, you're kind of free to do whatever you want. Oh, of I believe. course, of course. But uh, when it comes to the kids, I, I think we need to be their protectors to stop them from making permanent decisions uh, based on, you know, irresponsible, irrational, or extremely ideological people that have control over them. And I think the problem is that a lot of people, again, under, like, you know, are seeing this and are like, yeah, this isn't right, but don't care enough to say something because like, you don't it's really the same care as about always. the next generation. It's the same as always, yeah. But I always think, like, what kind of person do you want to be? Like, what yeah. do you want to be known I think for? parents are really speaking out because they have to, right? Yeah, yeah, it is the parents the who are children, making the big right? push. Like, the majority is very much 
on our side here. It's like 75, yeah. 80%. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. For hospitals. Teachers should not be talking about this stuff yeah. with kids behind parents' back in school. <laughs> that's uh, that's, that's like, weird. That's well, just you weird think like me. even the gender reassignment, like, I don't know what the age is in California. I think it's 14 or whatever without parental consent. We were saying on another podcast, like I used to have to get parental consent to go to the zoo. With my class. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and right? I just to, to go on a field trip to the farm to go pick apples. Like, how how are we letting these insane decisions be made, medical decisions, yeah. w- without parental consent? It, it, there, are, there are evil people out there. Yeah. And, um, you know, maybe loosely connected to the trans... But, like, there are people that want the earth to have fewer people. They kind of openly say it. They say that, yeah. They don't want people reproducing. Think about it. The same people that have an abortion clinic every few blocks are kind of the same people trying to take away people's ability to have babies by giving them these drugs, right? It all kind of fits in the same theme that... They're not good people in their hearts. Yeah, but you're a conspiracy theorist for saying that. Yeah, right? well, <laughs> tinfoil hat. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the facts, <laughs> and more black babies are aborted than born alive. Yeah, that's insane. And you know what? And you know what they say? Well, you don't you don't want them to be poor, right? It's like, yeah, I do actually. I want someone to have a chance at life. Yeah. Some of the poorest people turn out to be the happiest successful. and the most successful. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's a life. It's a baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a dollar sign. You know? So it it we support uh, we're logically consistent. We yeah. support life. We want to help people have a healthy upbringing and have a good shot at life because in the end we all have a soul. Yeah. yeah. And in the end we're all going to be judged. So when that is your moral compass, you have nothing to worry about. True. Speaking of, of uh, children, you've been working with Brave Books as yes. well. You want to tell us a little bit about what that is and, and your role with them? Yeah. Brave Books is a company that was started by a MD, a, a doctor who's like my age, who has a couple kids and he saw that show Cuties was going to be on Netflix. Okay. He didn't watch it, nor did I. But it was, he was like, all right, enough is enough. I'm going to make education and content for kids that's healthy. So he quit his job, similar to all of us, and start. And uh, they've got like 12 to 15 books now. Um, And it's a book a month. So you can sign up, bravebooks.com. Use code Drano for 20% off. I don't know if it's 20%. (laughs) (laughs) Something. You'll get something something out of it. Um, And so it's a book a month, and it's a whole interactive like ecosystem um, and each book has like a very strong value, like free speech, pro-life, the family unit, uh, you know, working hard, uh, guns, it, but in like a kid way, of course. Um, <laughs> as crazy as that might sound to Canadians. Um, it's going to sound crazy to them. Yeah. But just, you know, the importance of having uh, weapons to defend innocent people and yourself, okay. and yeah. things like that. So my book is about free speech. It's called Unmuzzle Me, Please. I love that. Which is a play on... Forcing kids to wear masks too. Yep, yep. That's disgusting. Yep. yep. Um, it's abuse. And uh, yeah, so Trump actually has, um, uh, sorry, Cash Patel has two books that Trump has endorsed. Oh, right and, on. And one of them's called like Hillary Quinton and the 2000 Donkeys or something. It's a play <laughs> on the whole 2000. 
uh, but like Trump's endorsed them and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they've sold like thousands of copies. So it ended up like really kind of blowing up. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza has a book, uh, Dana Lash, the Hodge twins. So it, everyone kind of has their like one book. Yeah. yeah. And mine was about free speech. How was that? Did you enjoy doing that? It was awesome. It yeah. took like nine months. I mean, it was, you know, they did most of the, like the illustrations and yeah. stuff. I can't really do any of that, <laughs> yeah. but um, you know, we talked about topics and I was like, I really want to focus on free speech. And we came up with this just kind of cool kid story. And then I went out and filmed with them for a couple of days and there's all this interactive stuff. When you like scan the QR code, it'll like show me on a computer <laughs> screen. It'll be like, hello, agent, you know, four, two, six, I'm Rogan O'Hanley and we're going on an adventure. Like the whole it's very cheesy, but good for, for kids. kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I tell them about free speech and the Constitution. And then it's like a, a puzzle that they have to solve. It's, cool. it's just awesome. Um, very colorful books. My cousins love them. Was that the first time you kind of written anything like a book? For or? like a real book, yeah. Is I've had some- people tell me to write books. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Is that something that you plan? Yeah. Um, I've actually been writing a book. Uh, it's kind of a political one, but... Um, honestly, like I just love doing what I do every day, like memeing and videos and content and, you know, books are, books are cool and all, but I, I also admittedly felt like, what do I have to write a book about? Like, I'm just a dude posting. I think you could, I think you could get a book going. I think you got a good story too. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And I think it'll give people confidence to take that, that step that we're talking about, you know, that first step. Um, that's a good point. Yeah. Talk to us about the merch. What's, what's the shirt Mm -hmm. you got on right now? Yeah. So this is, this is. Some of the new merch, very exclusive uh, preview right now. Have not shown this on my account. This is Governor DeSantis uh, says, make yourself at home. And it's got the Martha's Vineyard signs <laughs> after. And it's got a bunch of people that he sent there. He sent a bunch of illegal immigrants who, well, he, he offered them transportation there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to go to Martha's Vineyard? Of course. Beautiful it's place. very nice. Uh, I've vacationed there many times. It's very nice. Um, <laughs> but it also exposed the hypocrisy of Democrats and liberals because they're escorted off to a military base yeah. the next day. Yeah. So uh, that's Governor DeSantis. We love him down here in Florida. Love we him. We think he's going to be president one day. And he's uh, very good at trolling uh, yeah. legally. How's the, how's the merch? Like, when did you start doing the merch? I only started doing merch about a month ago. Oh, shit. Okay. And Recent. Maybe three weeks ago, to be honest. Oh, uh, congrats, yeah. by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I Again, I never was focused on the revenue. I was focused on the message. Um, I will say, when you actually focus on the message, you end up with a lot more revenue. Yep. Yep. Because people see that you're all about keeping it real and, and fighting for what's right. And then they want to support you. I have people begging me for merch. Like, yeah. They please, prob- I was going to say, put yeah. out some merch. My, yeah. my wife is like, I just want to wear like a hat that says yeah, DC yeah. Drain. Like, please. Cause I was like, I don't know. I don't want to like push merch on people. So now I'm doing some merch. Yeah. So, uh, so, you know, different, different stuff. We're, we're still kind of in the experimental phase. I, I've had some stuff. I, I, like I said, I haven't even shown this one yet, but, um, you know, the, I, I, designs I like, like that will fly. Those will fly <laughs> but off I, the shelf. I like what you say about the put the message first. Our first ever merch drop we did, which we waited so long to do it, but same thing. People were like, just drop it. And we were like, well, we don't want to sell anything. We're just doing this because we want to do it. Tell them about the merch we the did. The first <laughs> merch drop we ever did was Make Canada Think Again. Yeah. Yes. So and we did the hats. Just, and we did it, the merch. Hoodies, tees, I want hats. that shirt. Oh, we, <laughs> we got, got you, man. Got you, man. We, make Canada Think Again. And 
it exploded. Yeah. And people loved it. And people all over like our hometown, Toronto, people were loving it. Cause it's it just, perfect. Yeah. It gave them an opportunity That's to express. The perfect merch. It's yeah. something, it's a way that you can billboard the message. Yeah. But that's not too in your face. Yeah. yeah. That was the first one we did and people fucking loved it. Like they loved it. That's and amazing. That one back. Yeah, I know. We do. We do. Make America Florida. That was. <laughs> that's that's unreal. That, that's coming. That's uh, amazing. You know, I, I, I will say I, I got to admit some. I used to give Canada some shit. No, give, give them shit. shit. Give them shit. Yeah. There's a very big difference between Canada and Canadians. And after what the Freedom Truckers did, I am forever indebted to their courage and bravery and how Canadians came together to support that because <clears throat> I truly believe you guys stopped the COVID vaccine passports. It still took some time in Canada, yeah. but I'm telling you right after that freedom convoy, yeah. they stopped here. Well, because Massachusetts dropped them. New York dropped them. It, they saw what happened. So. Yeah, because they knew it could be done in their hometown, right? It could happen. Well, they saw them. it getting organized. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you think the digital passports are, are going to come back? somehow or like they still want to do that they want that they want that i know they want to fight against them yeah Yeah. i think we've got a lot more ammo to fight against them but unfortunately we saw with everything that happened people will comply yeah a lot of people will lots that's why we need effective at pushing people to do stuff we need the drano i was gonna say we need more dc dranos i fought like i almost got arrested no i got kicked out of cpac (laughs) um cpac is like the biggest conservative political conference yeah it was in florida okay and i didn't wear a mask and i got detained by like seven sheriff's deputies come on this was it florida they got rid of the state mandate but certain counties democrat counties yeah so i got kicked out cpac like took my credentials very humiliating my twitter got banned that night it was a bad day i was gonna say yeah but now i'm in a lawsuit with twitter we're gonna win and uh, I'm gonna buy a boat with the money. And it's gonna say Twitter money. I love that. On the side. We're gonna throw a party on that thing. We're gonna throw a party. I'll bring it down to Miami. Let's yes. go. Um, Twitter money, unreal. And yeah, CPAC ended up inviting me back, and now has me as like a headline speaker. They're like, "Hey, we're kind of like yeah. sorry about how that worked out." Yeah. Like, it always comes around, man. It, dude, just stay true. Stay true. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm not wearing a mask in Florida. Yeah. This is the free state of, and got kicked out, almost arrested. Um, but yeah, I got retweeted by Trump for not wearing a mask. I was posting yes. on Twitter. Like, so yeah, I'll, I'll fight that fight again. No problem. We did, that, we did that in Canada. Canada, like if you oh, were Canada's outside, do it in like, Canada, you were outside you were without a mask, like people looked at you like you're crazy. <clears throat> Me and this guy walking into places with mask mandates, no mask on in the airport, no mask on. People were looking at us like we were fucking insane. I'm like, dude, you guys like are we the were crazy grandma ones. killers or something. You guys look crazy. Not yeah. us. We're fucking normal. You yep. guys are the fucking weirdos. Read the air. Yeah. What do you think <laughs> what do you think is the the biggest or most important thing you've you've learned about yourself, let's say in the last three, four years? Honestly, it's <clears throat> that when you have full faith in God in your path, he will provide for you. It's that most that best sums up everything that's happened because mm-hmm. there's times when the money was running out when um, I I didn't think I'd be able to get through something and then just doors opened. Yeah, yeah. there's times it, it happened recently. Some guy was offering me money for like an advertisement. I was like, eh, this doesn't feel right. Doesn't fit your vibe. And it was a lot of money. 
and I turned down money all the time. You know, I was like, I can't, like, it's not, it's not ethical or something, you know? And then boom, the next day, way more money was offered yeah, for yeah. a legit thing. Yeah. So right it's those types of things. You get rewarded when you do the right thing. Yeah. God will test you or you will be tested. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that, that's the number one thing I've learned. And, and the second thing is, like I said, when you, when you focus on the message and, and the authenticity, doors will open, people will come in your life. I remember I was in Tennessee early last year, and I was there filming on the Candace show was like as a guest. And I got a text from my uh, friend who's like, hey, like so-and-so reached out to me. They're my friend in our... Jason Aldean wants to meet up with you. He saw that you're in town. You know, I was like, yeah, sure. And like, we got like chips and salsa and some (laughs) beers and I offered to pay. He's like, I got it, bro. Um, And, you know, we ended up becoming friends like in his house, you know, like hung out, a bunch of other singers. Like I never thought about that. He's like my favorite country artist. Yeah. You know, uh, 20 years at least. Yeah, legend. Like, it's just, you're going to come across a lot of similar spirits in this journey, big and small. Yep. And I can tell you, I am truly happy with doing this. No matter the risk, no matter the, the suffering that sometimes comes with it, I'm truly happy. There's a deep joy that if I died tomorrow... I did what I wanted to do. Yeah. That's good. It's beautiful. Oof, this was a heater. How long, how long we go, G? Where are we at? Let's hit home. Our, ooh, this is, might be touching our longest episode. <laughs> Guys, if you're not already following him, yeah. DC underscore Drano mm-hmm. on we'll, IG. We'll plug him in. We'll plug him in everywhere. No Twitter as of yet, but he'll be back. I'll be back. He'll Elon's going to welcome him back. And when I'm back, I'm still going to be soon. We go. We <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Go. Okay, dope. Twitter money. We're, we're going to be on the <laughs> boat, eh? Twitter we're coming money. on the boat. Next pod's going to be on his boat. Um We'll have a blast. Yes. 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 Thank you for coming on the show, man. We appreciate it. This was a dope chat. I think everyone that's watching is going to enjoy this. Um, Yep. If you haven't already subscribed, subscribe now. Hit the like button. Drop a comment. Let us know what you think about the episode. Um, Yeah. On that note, once again, Bodog, we appreciate you. Love you. Episodes powered by Bodog. And Jay, 